What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the How to Vegan podcast, or welcome to the How to Vegan podcast if this is your first time listening and tuning in. If so, I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome. My name is Kristen Pound. I am the host of this podcast, and I'm hella stoked about today's episode. I know I think I, I pretty much think I say that at the beginning of every episode, but this for sure might be my favorite episode that I'm recording ever. I'm just really excited about talking about the pros and cons of being vegan. I think it's such an important topic to talk about and to not just paint it all like it's this amazing thing all of the time and to just be real, really real and honest with you guys. So really stoked about today's episode. And hopefully that little clicking noise that happened at the end of the last episode won't happen again in this episode. I did a bunch of like sound tests and I don't know where it was coming from. So Hopefully that doesn't happen again because that was a pain in the ass to edit out and I know it was kind of annoying to listen to as well. Anyway, so yeah, I'm really excited about today's episode. I think it's going to be so good for vegans and non-vegans alike, really accessible, a really just honest, open talk about the pros and cons of being vegan. So I hope you're really excited about this episode too because it's going to be a good one. I'm also hella stoked because today we have another podcast sponsor. So excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Every time someone wants to sponsor the podcast, I'm like, yes, thank you. You guys know that I don't let brands or companies sponsor me unless I truly, truly align with everything about the company. And the sponsor for today's episode is just a company that I am absolutely stoked on. So yeah, today's sponsor is Holier. They're a new vegan wellness brand that creates multivitamins. They're really focused on creating nutrition products specifically tailored to people who are vegan or vegetarian or plant-based or even vegan-ish. So it's perfect for people who are probably listening to this podcast and are vegan or wanting to go vegan. Their multivitamin is absolutely amazing, you guys. Like, oh, if you listen to my episode a few back, I think it was episode 26, I did an episode called The Supplements I Take as a Vegan. And if you listen to that, then you probably heard me go through like six different supplements that I take that were all in separate like pill bottles, separate little jars, containers. Not anymore. Everything that I need is packed into this multivitamin. You take two capsules a day and it's just awesome. So let me tell you what's in here. So there's omega-3, vitamin B12, iron, vitamin D3, zinc, iodine, vitamin K2, and magnesium. So like I said, it's made for vegans. It's made for people who eat a plant-based diet, and it has everything that you need in these two awesome little pills. And the nutrients are combined in a way that doesn't make you nauseous when you take it. A lot of those other supplements that I took, if I took them on an empty stomach, I would get super nauseous. Not these. These have a delayed release, so you can take your dose at any time of the day, even on an empty stomach. So they're amazing. I absolutely have been loving this. I'm on my third month now of taking these, and I feel so good. It's And it's just so nice to only have to worry about taking two capsules a day at any time of the day, and it has everything that you need inside of it. So I've been telling everybody about Holier because it's just something that I think everybody should be aware of, especially in the vegan plant-based sphere. I've been talking about these on my Instagram and telling all my friends and family about them. So if you're interested, I have a little discount code for you. You can just use the code HOWTOVEGAN and you'll get 25% off if you're a first-time customer, which is awesome. 25% off. That's a good chunk off of these amazing multis. And I'll put a link in the show notes and you can just click on that and it should just automatically apply that 25% discount 
for you. But if it doesn't, use the code HOWTOVEGAN, all one word, same name as this podcast, and you'll be good to go. So I'm so glad that they sponsored today's episode because, I, like I said, I'm just absolutely in love with these multis. They just make my life so much easier. So if you're looking for something to make your life a little bit easier and you're sick of taking like six or seven different pills or capsules a day, definitely give Holier a try. I think they're amazing. Okay, a couple more things before we dive into the episode. I just want to make sure that you are following the How to Vegan podcast Instagram account. If you're not yet, then go do that. I love seeing you guys take screenshots of the episodes that you're listening to and tag me, Kristen Pound, and the How to Vegan podcast Instagram. And I just love seeing you guys share the episodes with your people and what you have to say about it. So if you do that, I'll definitely share it on probably both of my accounts because I just love it. I love when you guys are just stoked on the episodes and I love seeing which episodes you're enjoying and listening to. So definitely take a little screenshot and I'll totally share them with all my followers. If this is your first time tuning into the Howdy Vegan podcast, like I said, welcome. What up? Thanks for being here. Just make sure you're subscribed or following on your favorite podcast listening platform. So whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, this podcast is in a lot of places. Just make sure you're subscribed or you've hit that little download button so that you download the episodes every time a new one comes out. And if you ever just need a jumping off point, just head to my website, kristenpound.com. Click on the podcast tab. You'll find everything that you need there. You can find the specific episodes and you'll find all the show notes there, the full show notes with links to everything that I mentioned and lots more information. So if you haven't visited my website yet, go do that. I also have a healthy vegan starter kit on my website for just $5, has tons of recipes, meal plans, grocery lists, all that stuff. So go check that out if you haven't yet. It's it's a pretty good little vegan starter kit if you're new to this or just wanting some of my awesome recipes. And if you really love the podcast, which I hope you do, then please head on over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. It just really helps push the podcast up. The podcast is growing in the ranks. I just really want it to be on that new and notable, noteworthy, note, new, note, new and noteworthy page. I think it is. I would love for the podcast to be more prominent on Apple Podcasts. So every time someone leaves a review and a rating, it helps push the podcast up, helps more people see it, which like I always say, that is the point. So go share that vegan love. It feels good. And that ripple effect is so real. So thank you so much to those of you who have gone over to Apple Podcasts and left a review. Someone left a review like last week or the week before that almost brought me to tears. So go check out the reviews. Leave one if you'd like to. That would mean so much to me. Alrighty, now let's get into today's topic, the pros and cons of being vegan. Okay, so like I said, I have been so excited to do this episode for you guys. I have been kind of compiling the pros and cons of being vegan myself, doing some research online, and I asked in my How to Vegan Facebook group, which if you're not a member of my How to Vegan Facebook group, go join. There's over 81,000 of us in there, and it's just such a great place to ask questions and post pictures of your yummy food you eat and get updated about all of the vegan news that's happening and all that stuff. So go join if you're not a member yet. But I created a post in there a couple of weeks ago asking, hey, what are the pros and cons of being vegan? from your point of view, and I got so many responses. So I kind of compiled everything and I came up with my top 10 pros and my top 10 cons because I had a list that was so big. Like I just kept coming up with things and then someone would say something and I would add it. So I kind of condensed everything down to the top 10 of each and 
I'm so excited to share these with you guys. Like I said, I think this is just going to be an episode that appeals to a wide audience, like a wide variety of people. So I'm really excited to get into this. And like I said, I just really want to be honest and transparent with you guys because being vegan isn't always easy. I know a lot of people paint this picture like, oh, being vegan is amazing and you don't struggle with anything. And once you go vegan, especially if it's for the animals or for the environment, you want everybody to get on board. I know that I did this when I first went vegan. I was like, there's nothing wrong with veganism. It's so perfect. And I probably did did that and do that in some of my past episodes. And I'm really trying to be more honest and open and transparent. And I think this episode is just a really good way to kind of dive into that and just give you guys like the cold hard truth about all of it so that if you're interested in going vegan you kind of know what you're getting yourself into and if you've been vegan for a hot minute then you can kind of maybe relate to some of these things both the pros and the cons and if you ever have anything that I don't mention that you want to add come find me on Instagram find the how to vegan podcast Instagram account come subscribe to the how to vegan podcast YouTube channel and you can kind of add add what you want, chime in and say, hey, this is another pro that I think that you didn't talk about, or here's another con that I deal with. So I would love to hear feedback from you guys. I'm always so down to chat with you guys and hear what you have to say. So if you have any pros and cons that I don't talk about, maybe they just didn't make my list, or maybe they're just not something that I thought about or that I've experienced myself. So I'd always love to hear from you guys. So come find me and chat me up. I love it. So I hope I hope you guys find this episode helpful and entertaining. I think this is one of those episodes that's just a little bit lighter and not so information heavy. And those are nice to kind of work in every once in a while. And I just think it's a really important topic to talk about. The pros and the cons of anything is something that you should weigh. And I think this is I think it's just going to be an awesome episode. Okay, so like I like to start a lot of my episodes with, we're going to start out with defining vegan and veganism. For anyone who might be brand new to the podcast, I feel like this might be one of those gateway episodes to for people who haven't listened to my podcast yet. So if you're brand new to veganism or if you've been vegan for a while and need a refresher, the definition of vegan is a person who does not eat or use animal products. And the definition of veganism is a way of living which seeks to exclude as far as possible and practical all forms of exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food, clothing, or any other purpose. So in dietary terms, it refers to the practice of excluding all animal products, including meat, fish, poultry, eggs, animal milks, honey, and any of their derivatives. But the word vegan really extends to more than just diet or what you put into your body. Vegans don't wear leather, fur, wool, or silk, and are typically against zoos, circuses, rodeos, animal testing, and any other industry that exploits or abuses animals. All right, so now that we're all on the same page with what vegan and veganism is, Let's get into it. Let's get down to the pros and cons. I'm going to start with the pros. And like I said, I've narrowed it down to 10 of each. So let's get into it. All right. The number one pro of being vegan is the animals. This is definitely the number one pro that I saw when I was asking in my Facebook group. And personally for me, this is just my number one reason for being vegan. If you've been listening to the podcast since the beginning or any of the episodes kind of in between, you'll probably know that the animals. That's the reason I went vegan. And that is the reason that I will always be vegan. And it just, it feels so good knowing that you're not contributing to the unnecessary torture, abuse, and like murder of completely innocent animals who just want to live 
just as much as we do. Because you guys, if you are not aware, factory farms are fucking awful. Awful. It is, oh, it breaks my heart. Like even just thinking about it for a split second makes me feel like I'm going to cry. And I'm an emotional person and I don't want to cry on the podcast because I've kind of done it in the past, but it's really, really, really bad what happens to these animals. And I know a lot of people know and they turn, you know, they turn away from it and they just don't want to, they don't want to know what their food, they don't want to know what's happening to their food. If you even want to call dead animal corpse and flesh and pieces of a dead animal food, they don't want to know because they want to keep doing what they're doing and they just don't want to know, which is, I think that it's a responsibility as humans to know where our food comes from, where our clothing comes from, everything. And I think that once you know, it's really hard to ignore it. And I, once I found out, I was just like, I have to do something about this. And that's why I went vegan. So if you're unaware of what happens in these factory farms, then I feel like you have a responsibility to to make yourself aware. So you can watch Earthlings or Dominion. I think Dominion is on YouTube. I think Earthlings is on Netflix. And it was so eye-opening. If you haven't watched those before, I highly recommend putting it on, sitting through it, and then that way you might have a little bit more understanding of why a lot of vegans are vegan. And just animals are sentient beings. They have the capacity to experience life. They're beings that have emotions, social relationships, intelligence. Scientific studies even show that animals can experience joy, pleasure, stress, pain, fear, affection, and they really show many more complex emotional behaviors. And it's just, it doesn't feel right for me to harm an animal for no reason, literally no reason at all. It's just so, so for me, the number one reason is animals. That's the number one pro is not, is knowing that you're not contributing to this shitty shit that goes down. And if you follow a vegan diet for one year, you save about 100 to 200 animals annually. It really kind of depends on what animal, you know, chickens are a lot smaller than cows. So around 100 to 200 animals annually. That is so awesome. A year. That's so many lives that you're saving just by choosing not to put them on your plate. And you'll just be so much more aligned with your morals and ethics. I know that that is a huge thing for me. Like, I always loved animals so much and I didn't realize what I was doing. And now that I'm vegan and I don't eat animal products, I just feel so much more aligned with with myself and with what I believe is the right thing to do. And it feels really, really good. And it brings about this sense of clarity that I've really never felt before. So again, if you don't know what happens in factory farms, go watch some movies. If you don't want to watch something super intense, you can watch things like Forks Over Knives and What the Health. I think they show a little bit of what goes down in these situations. But if you just need to like have it shoved in your face, there are definitely some movies out there that you can watch. Earthlings, Dominion, just to name a few. I know there are others, but I think those are the most impactful ones that I've heard about. So, and and being vegan is is just such a big step forward from vegetarianism because I was vegetarian for a year before I went vegan and the dairy factory farms and the egg industry, the dairy industry and the egg industry are absolutely awful. I think they're worse than the meat industry. So if you're wanting to do some good and not cut out everything, it's probably better to stop drinking milk and stop eating eggs because baby cows are ripped away from their mothers in the dairy industry so that their mothers 
don't give their baby cows, their calves, the milk so they can give it to humans. And I cannot imagine having my child right after my child was born, ripped away from me, taken away from me. The screams of these cows are so sad and they seem just distraught. And I I just cannot imagine what that would feel like. So once I found that out, I just couldn't do it anymore. The egg industry is so awful as well. I have an episode called, What's the Deal with Eggs? If you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. I'm not going to go into too much depth here because again, I'm probably just going to start crying and I don't feel like doing that because... I just don't feel like doing that today. It really just kind of fucks with my day and I can't really continue on. So number one pro, the animals, knowing that you're not contributing to the unnecessary torture, abuse, murder of these beautiful little innocent beings that just want to live just like you and I. Okay, the number two pro of being vegan is the health benefits. Amazing. I just want to note, I'm not a healthcare professional or a doctor or a nutritionist or a dietitian. I do have a health coaching certification, but I'm not a health healthcare professional. I just want to throw that out there. But the top leading causes of death in the United States and other developed or westernized countries are diseases that are caused by lifestyle choices, by how you live your life, the things you eat, the way you exercise, if you smoke or not. So things like heart disease and cancer. The number one leading cause of death in the United States is heart disease. Number two is cancer. And a vegan or plant-based diet can really help prevent this and sometimes even reverse these diseases once you already have them. Vegan diets are effective in protecting against hypertension, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular diseases, They're low in saturated fats, so those who eat a plant-based diet are also a lot less prone to obesity and have lower blood pressure and lower cholesterol, and the diet can reduce the risk of certain kinds of cancers. What the Health is an awesome movie to kind of dive into this a little bit more. You kind of learn a lot more about that in What the Health and Forks Over Knives goes into it. Dr. Michael Greger, who wrote the book How Not to Die. He's got some awesome information on his website, nutritionfacts.org. So go check that stuff out if you're interested in learning more. But the health benefits of a vegan diet are just outstanding. They're amazing. Anybody, I mean, if there was a pill that could give you the health benefits of all of a vegan diet, all crammed into one pill, it would be the number one leading best-selling pharmaceutical in the world because this is something that can just make you so so healthy if you're eating a whole foods plant-based diet not just oreos and potato chips and french fries which are all vegan but not the healthiest so if you're focusing on mostly whole food plant-based then you're going to be receiving so many health benefits you're going to be getting so many more phytochemicals and antioxidants from your diet than you typically would on the standard american diet It can be so much easier to lose weight, aka fat, sometimes without even trying. Like I, when I first went vegan, I wasn't super overweight, but I was feeling really unhealthy and I did have some extra fat that I wanted to lose. I just felt like, I just felt unhealthy. And when I went vegan, it just 20 pounds came off without me even trying. I didn't exercise anymore. I was doing the exact same stuff. I was just eating a healthier diet that wasn't so full of higher caloric food and the weight just kind of melted off and it's a vegan diet is typically just lower in calories than a diet containing meat eggs and dairy so that's part of the reason it's just typically lower in calories unless you're eating all that vegan junk food and dipping your fries in vegan fry sauce but it's typically lower in calories and you can eat a lot more food and actually lose weight which is what happened to me i was eating more like the size of the food 
portions I was eating was bigger and I actually lost weight. And it can be easier to maintain your weight. I've found that for sure too. I used to yo-yo up and down so much with my weight when I was younger, like so much. It's so easy for me to gain weight and it's pretty easy for me to lose weight when I decide I want to, but I haven't really been focused too much on that and I'm just maintaining my weight which feels really healthy and it feels really good. And you can also gain weight in a really healthy way. So if you're needing to gain weight for any reason, if you're an athlete and you're needing to bulk up or gain muscle or what if you're recovering from any kind of disordered eating or anything like that, it can be a really good way to gain weight in a healthy way, especially if you're focusing on eating lots of nuts, seeds, avocados, coconut, and other healthy fats. So it's not just about losing weight. You can also focus and gain weight in a really healthy way without eating you know, animal protein full of saturated fats and cholesterol and all of that stuff. And yes, you can totally get enough protein on a vegan diet. It's actually really not that hard at all. I probably should do a separate episode all about protein. I talked about it a little bit in an episode called Getting Enough Nutrients. But yes, you can totally get enough protein even if you're like a vegan bodybuilder. If you haven't watched The Game Changers yet, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. Your mind will be blown, completely blown. It's called The Game Changers. Go watch it. A vegan diet will give you typically more energy, you experience better digestion, you are getting more fiber intake because animal products contain no fiber, zero fiber in any animal products, and fiber is really important for your digestion and all of that stuff down there in your gut. It's just really good to get a lot of fiber. A vegan diet also has no added cholesterol. There is no cholesterol found in plant foods and it's only found in animal foods. You do need cholesterol, but the human body is capable of making all of the cholesterol it needs. So you don't need to be getting extra like you do when you eat animal foods. You just get all you need from what your body makes. And so when you're eating a plant-based or vegan diet, you're not getting any extra cholesterol. So that's awesome. So helpful for lots of those diseases like heart disease and all of that stuff. A plant-based diet can really help clear up your acne because dairy can really contribute to acne. I noticed that that was something that I experienced and so many people that I know, whether it's online or in person, started cutting out dairy and their acne went away. So there's lots of little things like that 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 start to just really get better and, you, and you'll notice you feel better, you have more energy and you're just overall a lot healthier. I remember I went to the doctor like two years after I was vegan and got my blood work done and just had a chat with him and stuff. And he was just mind blown. He's like, you are so healthy. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it because you are so healthy. You're good to go on all your vitamins and minerals and every, you have everything you need. You're not low on anything. And that that's to say that I, I do focus on making sure that I eat a really healthy diet full of lots of different colors and lots of different variety but he was like, you're good to go. You're, you're so healthy. So even just hearing that, like from a doctor, like, wow, you're so healthy, feels really good. So they're the health benefits of a plant-based diet. I could go on and on and on, but if you're interested in getting healthier, I think that's, I think it's just one of the best things that you can do. Okay. The third pro of being vegan is that it is more environmentally friendly, like much more, you guys. Raising animals for food produces more greenhouse gas emissions than all of the cars, planes, and other forms of transportation combined. All of them combined. You know, you think like, oh, airplanes are causing so much emissions and cars, how horrible. Raising animals for food creates more greenhouse gas emissions than all of those combined. That was mind-blowing to me when I learned that. And I think a lot of people, these environmental 
like statistics or facts or whatever that I'm going to tell you guys are really mind blowing. And that was the one that was one of them that I was just like, what? And people are usually that just jaw drop, I guess all of these. So nearly half of all the water used in the United States goes to raising animals for food, half of the water. So to put that in perspective, you'd actually save more water by not eating one pound of meat than you would by not taking a shower for six months, six months. That's a mind-blowing statistic. And around 30% of the Earth's land mass is used in the production of animal products. 30% of all of the land that's available on this Earth is used in the production of animal products. So whether that's growing the grain for them to eat or the land that for them to live on, whatever part of the process it is, 30%. That's nearly one-third of all of the land. And it's not slowing down. So hopefully people like us or people who are trying to eat more vegan can do something to kind of stop that growth. And as you guys are probably aware, if you pay attention to the news at all, forests are being burned down at an unprecedented rate to make more room for the factory farms and other large-scale animal farms like the Amazon. A lot of people just think, oh, the Amazon's burning because it's just hot or whatever. No, that is being burnt down on purpose to make more room for these awful, awful factory farms so that humans can get sick eating this stuff, the earth is dying, and the animals are being killed and tortured and just awful living conditions for absolutely no reason. All of these three really go hand in hand, and these are the top three reasons why people go vegan. The animals, the environment, health reasons, and then once you are vegan, you kind of realize that it's, it becomes a little bit of all three because they're just so important. You're, they're just so important. I can't stress it enough. And I have an episode titled The Top Three Reasons to Go Vegan. So if you want a little bit more information about those reasons, then then go listen to that. I'm also planning on doing an episode about each. So like the health benefits of being vegan, the environmental implications of being vegan, and the ethical implications of being vegan. So those should be out sometime next year. I have so many episodes I want to do that it's hard for me to like prioritize them. But if you want me to kind of pop those up in my list of episodes, then let me know if you want to hear one of those before any of the other ones. Okay, so the fourth pro of being vegan is all of the delicious vegan food options and vegan substitutes in stores and restaurants now. You guys, I've been vegan for eight years, a little over eight years, and when I first went vegan, there was really nothing in any of the restaurants here in Boise. The stores, it was like tofu, tempeh, really shitty vegan cheese substitutes, and that was about it. And it just like wasn't very good at all. And now, eight years later, oh my God, you guys, going to the store is like there's a substitute for everything. They're not typically the healthiest, but when you're transitioning or you're just wanting like that comforty food or it's like a holiday or whatever it is, then they're out there. There's literally a vegan substitute for pretty much anything. And if there isn't, they're in the works. I can guarantee it. So those Beyond Meat sausages, amazing. The Impossible Burger, amazing. I mean, it is just mind-blowing. There's yogurts and milks and vegan fish sticks. And it's I, I could go on and on, like breakfast sausage and pretty much egg. No, I'm, I could just go on and on. Um, there's a vegan substitute for everything. And restaurants are starting to carry a lot of these substitutes or coming up with like vegan recipes of their own. I went to a Thai food restaurant in town last night that when I first went vegan, when Casey and I first went vegan, they were like, we don't really know what that is. And we don't really have anything for you to eat. Maybe like an avocado roll. I went there last night and a lot along with like a few other people, we got to taste 
their new vegan menu that is going to roll out in November. And it's going to be an entire vegan menu with appetizers, drinks, entrees, desserts, everything completely vegan. And it's a big size vegan menu. And it's not just like plain old stuff. It is delicious, delicious food. So restaurants are starting to get it. And I know some of the bigger cities, this has been happening for a while, like New York and LA and Portland and but but these smaller cities, like the city that I live in, are starting to wake up. And Burger King, the Burger King is everywhere, and they have the Impossible Burger. Del Taco, they have the Beyond Meat tacos. Like, it's getting so much more widespread, and that is just such a big pro because you don't have to be so concerned about going to a restaurant. And at least something that I've noticed is when I first went vegan, you would say, hey, I'm vegan, what do you have? And they just look at you like, I don't know what that is. Or they'd be like, oh, do you just not want bread with that? I'm like, no, that's gluten-free. <laughs> I'm vegan. I get I get that you're trying to learn, whatever. But now people know. If you say I'm vegan, people are like, oh, yeah, okay, this is what you can have and can't have. And it's just so much more accessible. And it's just becoming so much more mainstream. And those vegan substitutes are just bomb. So that's the number four pro because it just makes everything so much easier and so much more delicious. Okay, number five, the number five pro is experiencing new foods. It's like your eyes are finally opened. You're not just focused on eating, you know, chicken in the middle of your plate and maybe a green and a starch or the main thing is steak. It was always like, at least for me growing up, the meat was kind of like the main part of the meal. And then you always had, you know, whatever else with it. But once I went vegan, and I know a lot of other people experience this, it's like, oh my God, there are thousands of plants out there that you can eat and combine in all these different ways. So I have so much more fun in the kitchen that I ever than I ever used to. And it's just, it's so fun to experiment with these new foods and to, to see that it doesn't just have to be so simple. And it's so much healthier that way. And you'll typically start to make more home-cooked meals and they're usually pretty damn healthy. Like I, a lot of times, just whatever I have in the kitchen, throw into a bowl, kind of mix it up and I'm like, mm, dinner, let's see. And it's amazing. So it's it's really awesome to kind of experience these new foods you start trying new things, your taste buds start to change a little bit. So if you're listening, you're like, I don't like vegetables and fruit. Like, what do I do? Your taste buds will start to change. Typically, that is something that happens. Like a lot of people will be like, I didn't like, I don't like Brussels sprouts. That was me. I didn't think I liked Brussels sprouts. Now roasted Brussels sprouts, sign me up like one of my favorite foods. So it really just opens your eyes to all of the food combinations and these new foods out there. And Oh, it really does just feel like your eyes are finally opened to the food that we should be eating. Number six, number six pro is that it helps you notice other areas of your life where you can make a positive impact. And it really gets you just like thinking more critically overall. So an example of this for me is that my eyes have really been opened up to the whole zero waste, low impact lifestyle, low waste, fast fashion, and why I don't want to contribute to fast fashion it's just, it kind of makes you realize like, okay, if I'm being lied to about needing animal meat for protein and needing dairy cow milk for calcium, then what else am I being lied to about? Or what else am I just following along with and not really like doing the research on my own? And it's just, it has opened my eyes up in so many other areas. And I really, you know, in the fast fashion realm, I had no idea what was happening in order to get these cheap clothes like Forever 21 and H&M and this this new stylish shirt that I wanted for $4.99 that was really actually just causing so much harm. And, and I don't want to go too deep into it because I don't want to make this episode like four hours long, but I could go into that forever. There's some awesome movies on all of this stuff. But I, you know, a lot of people who are vegan try to follow a low waste or a zero waste 
lifestyle. And so it's just really eye-opening. You start to just you start to just see all these other areas in your life where I'm like, do I need to do that because I am taught that I do? Or what do I really feel about this stuff? It just makes you more conscious, especially about what you're eating, but then in other areas of your life as well. And it has just helped me feel more compassionate overall, like in all the areas of my life. I, I take a more compassionate approach to everything that I'm doing. I really think things through a lot more. And that is a huge pro for sure. Okay, the seventh pro on my list is faster recovery time at the gym. Eating a plant-based diet is super good for athletes. Again, if you have not watched The Game Changers on Netflix, go watch it. Like, pause this episode. Please come back and listen to the rest. But go watch The Game Changers or watch it this weekend. It is a life-changing, game-changing movie, like it says. So if you're an athlete or you work out or you exercise at all, then, which you should be, then this is really important. It, it, it allows your body to recover quicker so that you have more energy and then you can train even harder if you're, you know, if you're, especially if you're like an Olympic athlete or anything like that. So the less time it takes your body to recover after an intense workout, the more time you can put into training and achieving your athletic goals, whatever those are. The two elements that really slow recovery time down are the most are inflammation and oxidative stress. Luckily, a vegan diet can reduce inflammation and combat oxidative stress. I think I'm saying that right. Oxidative stress, <laughs> oxidative, oxid. Yeah, that has to be how you say it. It just sounds weird coming out of my mouth right now. So a vegan diet can reduce inflammation and combat oxidative stress due to the wide array of nutrient-dense plant foods and nutrients that you consume, especially eating a whole food plant-based diet. Most importantly, you get things like phytonutrients, antioxidants, and complex carbohydrates. Diets rich in animal protein, like chicken, eggs, dairy, can actually trigger an immune response that causes inflammation. Therefore, it just completely hinders your athletic performance and the time it takes to recover. But when you eat a whole food plant-based diet, inflammation is reduced drastically. So again, watch the game changers. It goes into this a lot more and you can find a lot more information on the no meat athlete is a really great place to look for information on gaining muscle on a plant-based diet and all of that. But eating a whole food plant-based diet is just so good for your body in so many ways. And especially if you're an athlete of any kind, even if you're just lifting weights at the gym or doing yoga or walking or anything that you should be doing, exercise of some form, dancing, your body is just going to recover quicker. You're going to have more energy and it's just not putting so much stress on your body because you're eating a lot more clean foods that don't cause inflammation and don't cause oxidative stress. So faster recovery time at the gym, a a plant-based diet is so good for athletes. So number seven pro is one of my favorites. I lift weights at the gym. I absolutely, I got into it about a year and a half ago. Like I lift heavy ass weights at the gym. Like I am pushing, pushing it. And I love it. And I can just tell that exercise is so much more enjoyable and I have so much more energy throughout my day because of the diet that I'm eating. So if you do any of the, any of the workout type things, then you might want to look more into this, but know that eating a plant-based slash vegan diet is, is so good for athletes and people who just need to recover quicker at the gym. Okay. Number eight, the number eight pro of being vegan is that you save money. You end up spending less on groceries and you really reduce the amount spent on doctor bills or checkups or time being sick, taking time away from work, all of that stuff. So again, if you're buying like the fake meats, fake cheeses, 
the kind of the vegan substitutes, that's going to be a little bit more spendy. Also, again, like I've said, not as healthy for you. But like I do, I really focus on filling my cart up with lots of produce and bulk goods and canned items that are just, you know, canned beans if I'm not making my own from bulk. And I just try to make my cart as full of as many unprocessed whole foods in their original kind of unprocessed state or form. And I save so much money at the grocery store, like so much more money than I used to spend on like meat and cheese and all of that stuff. It's it's a lot cheaper. And there's ways you can make it even cheaper by by accessing frozen foods. Those are typically cheaper than fresh foods. Yes, they're packaged in plastic, but if you're on a strict budget, it's a great option. And really knowing which fruits and vegetables you should buy organic and which ones are okay to not buy organic. And I think that just buying fruits and vegetables are is just so important and not stressing about whether it's organic or not is 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 so much more important than not eating fruits and vegetables at all. So I spend a lot less on groceries than I used to and my food is so much healthier. My cart looks so vibrant. Like the other day I was checking out at the grocery store and the person behind me was like, are you a dietitian? Like your food looks so healthy. She was like, I was just telling my kids like that's what your shopping cart should look like. So it felt really good to like, you know, I was like, no, I just try to eat really healthy and I follow a plant-based diet and and she was, you know, wanted to wanted to know more. So it was kind of a nice way to start a little conversation too. So I end up spending a lot less on groceries and I haven't been sick. I've maybe been sick once or t- once maybe since I've been vegan in the whole eight years. I, I used to get sick, you know, once a year. I think that's pretty typical and I don't really get sick anymore. So that's awesome. I don't have to like go to the doctor and spend money on antibiotics, which are awful for you anyway. And it's just kind of like that preventative care. It's it's like health care instead of sick care. And why not invest in your body now so that in the future you're not, you know, you don't end up having some type of cancer or heart disease and then you're spending thousands and thousands at the doctor. So you end up saving a lot of money. And like I mentioned, taking time off of work. I, before I was vegan, I was teaching and I would get sick and have to call into work and take time off. And if you have a job like a serving job and, or, you know, you're bartending or whatever, if you're taking time off of work, you're not making money. There's a lot of jobs where you don't get a salary pay. And now that you don't get sick, you're saving money. So it actually, you can actually end up saving a lot of money, which is awesome. I know a lot of people out there are really into saving money. So it's just, it's the vegan diet is really great for people on a budget, especially if you're conscious about it and, and can really try to figure out how to do this in a healthy whole foods way. Okay. The number nine pro on my list is that you end up spending time with like-minded people and meet new friends. So this just feels good when you, every time I meet someone who's vegan, I'm like, Oh, we're instantly friends because I know that you're that we have the same kind of mindset, especially if they're like, I'm vegan for the animals. I'm like, I love you. I love you so much. So you can kind of instantly connect with a lot of people. And if you're into activism, you can end up meeting a lot of awesome vegan activists. There's a lot of support out there. Facebook groups like my group, How to Vegan. There's a lot of like online support, you know, Instagram, there's meetups, vegan friends in your area. So there's, there's lots of support that you can find. And if there's not a vegan meetup group already in your area, you can totally start one, or you can just start a Facebook group, you know, called Boise Vegans and, or wherever it is that you're from vegans and start inviting members and start talking about things there. You can have like restaurant meetups. So if you're feeling isolated 
or alone, which is one of the cons that we're going to get to in just a minute, then you can find support in your area. And if you can't find the support in your area, you can find support online. So I know that I have met so many amazing people. Some of my really, really great friends are people that I would not have met if I wasn't vegan and they weren't vegan. So that's a huge pro for me is meeting like-minded people who are into the same thing that I'm into. We have potlucks like Thanksgiving potluck where everybody like brings a vegan dish and the food is amazing. And you just get to hang out with people that, you know, care about animals and themselves and the environment. And so conversation's really easy and fun. And it's just, it's amazing. So I, I love this pro. It's one of my favorite pros on the list, because like I said, a lot of the amazing people that I have in my life, I, I never would have met unless I went vegan. Okay, and the last pro of being vegan, number 10, is feeling slash knowing that you're on the right side of history. This is something that I have been saying since day one, because when Casey and I first went vegan, we didn't know any other vegans. None of our friends were vegan. Now a lot of our friends are vegan. None of our parents were vegan. Like they was, it was just like people thought we were absolutely crazy. Like they would just look at us like, okay, like, or the next holiday comes around. They're like, oh, you're still doing this vegan thing. It's like, no, this is not a phase. And, but we both just said, this is the right thing. Like this is going to become a bigger and bigger, bigger, bigger thing. And it's going to kind of blow up in the next 10, 15 years, because this is the right thing to do. We just always felt that way, especially after watching lots of the documentaries that we watched. It was just like, this is, this is the right thing to do. Looking back, future generations are going to look back and be like, wow, those people that did this early on, they, they did this even in the face of adversity. And they, they must've known that they were on the right side of history. And it feels really good to have that kind of like that sense of like peace and and knowing in yourself that you are doing the right thing, that you that you're making a difference and you're proud that you're making a difference. It feels good to to not just go with the flow of society and say, well, everybody else does it and it's culture. It's part of my tradition to eat meat or to eat dairy. It's like, no, I'm doing this because I know this is the right thing to do, no matter how hard it is, no matter how many times people look at you like you're crazy pants you know that you're doing the right thing and you're proud of yourself for making a difference. And you become part of that ripple effect of change that I always talk about in the beginning of my podcast, that positive change that comes about with just one person doing something and then they influence one other person and they influence another person and they influence maybe two people. And it just is this ripple effect of change. So like I said, when Casey and I first went vegan, We didn't know anybody else that was vegan except for people that we met in like these meetup groups and on Facebook and stuff like that and then met up in person in town and that was awesome. But we nobody in our friend group or family or anything like that was vegan and now a lot of our friends are vegan. My mom is vegan. Casey's mom is vegan and it's because we went vegan and we're creating this ripple effect of change because they're influencing their friends. They're influencing their parents who might be eating less meat or learning about these things. And it just is it's this ripple effect that goes on and on and on and on. And that is what creates lasting change. So knowing that you're on the right side of history, knowing that you're creating lasting change for all of these amazing reasons, for the animals, for the environment, you guys, our, our climate is in a crisis right now. And so knowing that I am doing the number one thing that I can do to, to help 
this climate change from happening feels good. It feels really, really good. And then just knowing that I'm treating my body well and helping other people learn about this information through this podcast, through my YouTube channel, through my Facebook group, through my Instagram, it just feels good and not in a selfish way. I mean, that's part of it, knowing that you're doing this, it just feels really good. But knowing that you're making a difference, that's that's another huge pro for me is just knowing you're on the right side of history and that you're making a difference. It's just, it's a really good feeling. Okay, that was the pros. Those were my top 10 pros of being vegan. So let's get into the cons. I wonder what you guys think the cons are. I wonder if they're going to be some of the stuff you think or if they're going to be completely different. The pros, especially if you're vegan, are kind of obvious. So I'm excited to chat about these cons and and kind of open your eyes up to some of them if you've never thought of them before, especially if you're not vegan and considering going vegan. I think it's really helpful to know that if you do decide to go vegan or eat more vegan or, you know, a little more plant-based, here and there that some of this stuff might be stuff that you face or that you have to deal with. And I think, again, being really honest and open and transparent about that is is really important. This is an important conversation to have. So let's get into the cons. Number one, the transition time might be difficult. This is something that I think a lot of people aren't aware of and they're just like, you know, they watch these documentaries and they're like, I'm going vegan right now overnight. And that's what I did. And a lot of, a lot of people just need some more time and need to go a little bit slower, but it can be difficult to change your habits. I mean, usually it is, it's difficult to do, to change your habits, something you've been doing your whole life to completely start doing something else. It's, it's can be difficult. It's, it can be a mind fuck a little bit. I mean, it's not just on your body, which can take some time for your body to kind of detox all of the kind of icky animal proteins and all the stuff that has been built up in your body over years. Sometimes it can take up to 30 days, sometimes even a little bit more for people to start feeling good. People be like, I'm really tired. I'm kind of bloated. I just don't feel that good. I have really bad acne on my face. I thought this was supposed to clear it up. And a lot of that is your body either withdrawing from these animal products or or pushing it all out. And if you give yourself some time, then you'll start to feel better. But it can be difficult to change your habits. It can be difficult to to on your body to switch from, you know, eating animal products to not at all and eating more fiber. That can be really, really different. It can be a different feeling in your digestive system. And it, it can just be a it, the transition time just might be difficult. And I think that's something a lot of people don't really talk about. And they just dive right into going vegan. And they're like, wait a minute. I don't, I'm, this is not how I thought it was going to be. And it can take your body some time and your mind some time to get used to it. So if you're the kind of person that would rather take like small baby steps, do that. Do transition in a way that works for you. Like I said, I'm the kind of person that's just all in. I watched this movie. I was like, I can't do that anymore. And I didn't notice that many bad kind of like side effects or anything like that. But every single person is different. So you might experience something that I didn't experience and that's okay. Just just experiment with what works good for your body. And and you can even keep like a little food journal so you know what makes you feel better and things that make not maybe don't make you feel as great. And just know that over time, your body will start to get used to this new way of eating, this kind of cleaner way of eating. And just know that it's okay if it's a little bit difficult at first. That is part of kind of changing any habit. Another thing that that I had some input in on my Facebook group is like things like reading labels. That can just be a difficult thing. You're, you're used to just grabbing anything off the shelves and putting it in your cart and eating it. 
And it can be kind of difficult to be like, oh, wait, I need to turn this over and I need to check and see what's in here. So things like that as well can be can be kind of difficult when you're switching, switching from something, you know, that that food is such a big part of your life in so many ways and, and transitioning to something different can be difficult. And I think that's important to talk about. Okay, the number two con on my list is dealing with non-vegan friends and family. And I have an entire podcast episode all about this because damn, it can be really intense, especially when you're dealing with your friends and family. Strangers are one thing, but when your friends and family just don't really get it, and are not willing to change and they just kind of think you're crazy. It's really, really hard. I remember my first Thanksgiving or Christmas, maybe it was, and we went back home and it just was hard. Everyone just didn't get it. And I ended up crying and just having to try to cook two meals and see this turkey in the oven. And it was hard and and them not realizing why and me trying to explain at the dinner table why I'm doing this and fumbling over my words because I'd only been doing it for like two months and not knowing all of the facts and not remembering all of the things I learned in the documentaries. It can be really hard really hard, especially if you're living with non-vegans and you have to see that kind of stuff in the refrigerator or it's an everyday like, why are you doing this type thing? It, it can be really hard for sure. And like I said, I have an entire episode about this because it's a difficult subject and it's a difficult thing to deal with. And just explaining like, hey, this isn't a phase. I got that a lot. Like, oh, are you still vegan? Oh, you're still doing this vegan thing? Like, yeah, I'm going to be doing it forever. This is not a phase. And people just not really understanding that can be really hard. So number two con, dealing with non-vegan friends and family. Go check out that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. I go a lot more in depth there, but just be aware if you have non-vegan friends, non-vegan families, especially if you live with them, it might be hard. You might have super supporting people who are just like, yes, do what you want and I'll help you. What do you need? But a lot of times that isn't the case and being aware of that before you, before you go into this is, is I think really important. The number three con on my list is the lack of choices at a lot of restaurants when eating out with your family and friends. And this kind of just depends on where you live and what restaurant you're going to. But like this was one of the pros that things are getting a lot better, sometimes you'll go to a restaurant and there really seems to be nothing on the menu, especially if you're traveling through like small or rural communities. It can just make it really hard to find vegan options. Yes, it's getting better, but it's not great everywhere yet. I just went on a road trip to Iowa with my family back in the summer, and I was pretty much living off of salads and french fries. And luckily, most restaurants have a salad that you can get, you know, without cheese. And even if you have to just get oil and vinegar, or a lot of times they'll have a balsamic or something like that, and french fries with ketchup, which I don't really love just fries and ketchup. Like I like fries and fry sauce. And for those of you that don't know what fry sauce is, it's ketchup and mayonnaise mixed. Mm, so good. So good. So I ate a lot of that. Like, and, and the good thing is that most restaurants will have something like that. But, you know, sometimes if you're going to like, oh, we're going to stop at McDonald's, like really, there's not much you can eat at McDonald's at all. Hopefully it's going to start getting better, but, and, and, and sometimes you just feel like you're being a pain in the ass. Like, well, we want to go to this pub or we want to go to, you know, this brewery or this restaurant, but I don't think they have any vegan options. Like, and then you feel like everyone's kind of changing their plans for you and that sucks. So a lot of times I'm just like, you guys pick, I'll find something there. That's just what I'll do. Or I'll eat a little bit beforehand and that way I'm not just starving when I get there and I, you know, if I don't see anything at all that I that I want or can have then 
at least I can usually find fries and a salad. So the lack of choices at a lot of restaurants, especially when you're dining out with friends and family can be hard. And I think it's something to point out because it's not, I mean, yeah, it's getting a lot better than it used to be, but it's still, especially in some of those smaller towns or when you're on the road and you're just having to stop at some random restaurant, it's the only place to eat. It can be really hard and you, you know, you have to kind of adjust and learn and this takes some time. Number four is the lack of convenience. This is something that a lot of people brought up as a con in my How to Vegan group when I asked asked about this, is just that lack of convenience when you just need to grab something on the go. You're really busy, you have kids, you have a job, you're in school. You, you end up having to really have to think ahead and pack snacks or food when you're leaving the house because you can't just stop anywhere at the you know gas station and get a bunch of delicious food to go. You A lot of times you'll stop somewhere and be like, shit, there's not anything I can eat here. Like, oh, I just need to like stop somewhere and grab like a little sandwich or something. And a lot of times they don't have anything that you can eat. So that lack of convenience can be an issue. A lot of people say they need to do more planning ahead to eat, especially to eat healthy and well-balanced. You can't just stop somewhere and get like a delicious salad for cheap and that just doesn't have like the meat and cheese and stuff on it. A lot of like gas stations or even like coffee shops will have pre-packaged food and you can't ask for it without the meat or cheese or dressing. It just is the way it is. So that lack of convenience is definitely something that can be an issue when you go vegan and it'll it'll be something that you'll have to adjust to. I always bring snacks in my bag with me. Like I usually bring dates and almonds and I always have it or a Lara bar or something like that just in case I'm stuck somewhere and I don't have anything to eat and I'm hangry because no one likes a hangry bitch. I get bitchy when I'm hungry and I it's just like I don't want to put people through that. So that that's just something that I think is is can be a really big con is the lack of convenience until restaurants and coffee shops and gas stations start offering more plant-based options at a reasonable price that can be something that just is hard to deal with number five the number five con on the list is looking at the world through vegan eyes can be really upsetting and heartbreaking I think this is the number one con for me just knowing that all of this harm and murder and torture and harm to our bodies, my friends and family and loved ones' bodies is happening all the time. Like, yeah, I don't eat meat and dairy and eggs and honey and all that stuff anymore. And I don't wear leather and buy any of that stuff new. I know that I'm doing my part, but no matter what, that's still happening. Like sitting here right now, there are so many animals just hating their lives, just trapped in teeny cages, babies being ripped away from their mothers, being kicked in the face and artificially inseminated and just all of this awful stuff. Like no matter what I am doing, it is still going on. And I just feel so sad and helpless when I think about that. Whenever I I'm on a road trip and I'm driving past, you know, like factory farms or all these livestock cows out in in these, I just get so sad or seeing like livestock trucks or trucks with chickens packed on them. I just get so sad. Like it just reminds me of what they're going through. And like I said, I'm, I'm a really huge empath. I, my sign is cancer. I can really feel what other people are feeling and I just can sense how sad and how awful that would be to have that be your existence, to be bred and born just to be tortured and murdered for somebody's food, to be on somebody's plate. It just is really, really, really awful. And knowing that's happening 
and I can't do anything about it except for what I'm doing is so hard and really heartbreaking. And another thing, the smell of like dead animal flesh in the meat aisle in the grocery store is really fucking gross now. That was something that a lot of people pointed out like, oh, having to shop in the grocery store and see the dead animals behind that glass and just see their body parts and just know that that was like, especially like pigs. Pigs are so smart. So to see like a giant ham thing, I don't know what it's called, ham bone, no, just ham, ham piece. I don't know. It's so sad. Or when people are like, oh, what do you do without bacon? My mind instantly flashes to like a, a smart pig just like being killed. And it's just, it's so hard to think about that. And so yeah, having to walk past the meat aisle and smell Oh, it smells so gross. Like after you go vegan, it is like, ugh, that smells like dead flesh. That smells like flesh of a dying, rotting corpse. And it is so nasty. Like I will steer clear of that meat aisle or meat section. I will go around, around completely through the different aisles to avoid that because it is so disgusting. Really, it smells disgusting. And just seeing cruelty everywhere, seeing, you know, models wearing leather jackets and leather shoes and eating, you know, like watching people on television eating meat, eating these like hamburgers and stuff like that and just like enjoying it and just this is so delicious and just knowing what happened in order for that to get there is just so sad and it's really hard to to deal with that's like I said this is my number one con for me is just knowing that all of this is out there and feeling so sad about it I do have a suggestion if you're dealing with this you should read the book Vistopia like dystopia but with a v and it's written by uh, like a vegan psychologist her name is Claire Mann I don't know if you can find it at the library I had to go online and order it but Vistopia helps it's like the the anguish of being vegan in a non-vegan world is kind of like the subtitle of the book and she calls it vistopia and a lot of people deal with this and she really gives you some awesome tools to kind of deal with that anguish and deal with that despair and and live a life that isn't just i've a lot of times before i read this book and still now i would feel guilty like if i was out having fun or having a fun weekend or something like that i would start to feel guilty that all these animals are trapped in these cages and being tortured and just uh living awful existences while i was off having fun i'm like i should be doing more or i should be working more like i should be putting out more podcasts and more videos and i was really kind of working myself to a point of like exhaustion because i felt so guilty that there was all of this going on that i couldn't deal with so if you can relate to that at all i highly recommend listening or i guess maybe it's a maybe there's an audiobook but finding the book vistopia and and reading that i'll leave a link for that in the show notes so if you're interested you can go and grab that cuz oh it was really really helpful for me so i highly recommend reading that book if you're dealing with any of the stuff that i just mentioned looking at the world through your vegan eyes just knowing that some shitty shit is going on and we can't do anything about it okay number 6 on my con list is going to parties, family gatherings, holiday events, weddings, etc. This is really hard too. This is up there. This is up there with my with my shitty cons that I really hate because this can be hard. We've been to weddings before where there was nothing we could eat. Everything like the bread already had butter on it, the salad already had creamy dressing on it, like literally nothing we could eat. I think we ended up one of the weddings we went to, we ate olives from the bar 
like because we didn't this was one of the first ones we went to and we weren't keen on the idea that we should bring our own food so now we just bring our own food if we don't know what they're gonna have we just bring our own food and like keep sandwiches in the car and if we need to sneak out and go nom something down then we do because there's usually free alcohol at weddings and free alcohol mixed with no food does not usually turn out well. So same with like holiday events. I kind of touched on it, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever you, whatever kind of holiday in the winter you celebrate, or if you don't, um, that's chill too. But those can be really hard. Like I mentioned before, for obvious reasons, uh, parties, you know, if you're going to Halloween party or a birthday party and you just have to watch everybody eat this delicious cake that you can't eat or whatever it is. And you are just like, oh shit, I guess I'll just eat this vegetable tray without the ranch. It can be really hard and until you get used to it or until your friends start to realize like, oh, vegan food is delicious too and they start making more of it, then it can be really hard. So something that we do, and like I said, a lot of our friends are vegan now. If we have like a party or gathering, most of the food is vegan because a lot of our friends are vegan. But at first they just didn't get it. And so we would end up bringing a couple really amazing vegan food recipes or dishes. And they would be like, this is vegan. This is fucking good. So eventually over time, they realized like, oh, I'll look up a recipe for this and started being a little bit more understanding and helping out in that way, which felt really, really good. But at first it can be really damn hard. So I think that's something that's really important, important to point out and to kind of understand, like, this might be shitty and to kind of prepare and to know. And that's one of the reasons I'm doing this episode is so that you understand that this might be something you face and that there are ways to get around it. So bringing snacks, eating beforehand, talking to the, like whoever's hosting the event saying, Hey, I'm vegan. Is there going to be anything? If not, can I bring some stuff? There's ways to get around it. There's ways to kind of cope with it. But sometimes you might show up somewhere and be like, Oh shit, there is nothing I can eat here. And the more, the longer you're vegan, the more you kind of understand that's just how a lot of it's going to be. Hopefully that will change in the future, but it does feel weird when you're like the odd person out when everyone's eating in a group and you're just like eating the food you brought or eating like one scoop of something that was vegan and trying to save the rest for other people. And then feeling like you're the odd person out and having everybody look at you and be like, what are you doing? And then trying to explain why you're vegan because it will come up. Like we'll be at weddings and people will be like, what are you eating? That's different. It's like, well, they did, they made a special vegan meal for us. And then everyone at the table is like, why are you vegan? And trying to explain to them why you're vegan without making people feel like they're pieces of shit has been hard. Like at first I'd be like, well, I don't want to contribute to animal cruelty and the environment and all this stuff. And people would just kind of be like, oh shit, well then am I doing that? And it kind of could push them away. So trying to explain all of that stuff and this is hard. Going to parties and family gatherings and holiday events and weddings and all that stuff is, especially when you're newly vegan, can be hard. It takes some adjustment time for sure. Okay, number seven is something that I didn't really experience much when I went vegan, but this came up time and time and time again when I asked in my Facebook group for some pros and cons of vegan is bloating slash gas slash farting. I guess that's the same thing, but it just sounded funny to say farting on my podcast and lots of pooping, especially when you're transitioning. I think a lot of people aren't aware that this is going to be something that happens. So especially in the beginning, your body is getting so much more fiber than your body might be used to. And this can cause lots of bloating and gas and lots of shitting. I mean, you usually, like if your body's getting a lot of fiber, you're, you're moving through a lot faster and 
you can end up like pooping more and which can also be a pro. I know a lot of people are like, I used to poop like once or twice a week and now I do every day. I'm like, yeah, that's normal. That's how it should be. So it ends up kind of being a pro in a lot of ways too. Your digestion gets better, but in that transition time, it can be difficult. Or if you might have a sensitivity to some kind of like legumes, maybe chickpeas kind of make you bloated until you kind of figure out what's making that happen, then you can have some discomfort for sure. But your body typically will get used to it and adapt to it. If you drink lots of water, it'll help if you listen to your body and eat foods that make your body feel good, not watching what I eat in a day and copying them even if you don't feel great. There's so many fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and legumes and grains out there that you can find typically stuff that will make you feel good. But the bloating, the farting, the pooping can be a weird thing. And it's something I think is important to point out. Like I said, I didn't really deal with that, but I do know some of my friends did. And then there's people in my Facebook group that are like, oh my God, they'll come join my group and be like, I just went vegan. And like, I'm bloated and I can't stop farting. And like, oh, what do I do? It typically gets a lot better. And it can be that kind of transition time when your body's getting used to eating more fiber and and, and eating more kind of fibrous, uh, dense foods, cruciferous vegetables and all that stuff. It's not just like cheese and meat and all that stuff, which can actually just take your body so long to digest. And then you just have like rotting meat in like a 98 degree body for like a long time. It just does not make me feel very good to think about, but vegetables in your body can definitely make it feel like you're, you're going through some weird digestion stuff, especially in the beginning. So I think that's really something that I'm glad that I asked in my Facebook group about because I probably wouldn't have put that as a con again because I didn't experience it, but it definitely is something that a lot of people experience, especially in the beginning. So number eight on my list of cons is that you can sometimes feel isolated if you're the only vegan you know. I kind of touched on this in when I was talking about the pros, but I know a lot of people that say I'm the only vegan I know. None of my family, none of my friends. I don't know anybody in my town. I feel so alone and that is shitty. Feeling isolated in any kind of way is not fun. It doesn't feel good. So some of the things you can do is, you know, like I said, you can start a meetup group or a vegan Facebook group in your area and try to meet other like-minded people. Join my Facebook group. Just connect in there. A lot of people are like, oh my God, I never would have been able to do this if it wasn't for you guys because it starts to feel like a little family in there with people supporting people and asking questions and getting awesome, kind, non-judgmental responses. It's just, it's so important to feel like you're part of a group and the online vegan community is huge. There's so many people that are vegan and so many people going vegan every day, but feeling isolated if you're the only vegan you know is not fun and it can feel really awful, especially right when you go vegan and and nobody understands why you're doing what you're doing and they might put you down and it's, it's not fun to feel isolated. So that's something that I really wanted to touch on because that can be a really real thing is to feel like you're all alone, but there are things that you can do to, to kind of help, help make that not a reality anymore, whether that takes you reaching out and trying to, like I said, start a meetup group in your area. And even if one person comes, boom, one other person, and it'll keep growing and growing. So stick with it. If you, if you know why you're doing this and and you have your reasons, then just stick with it. it. It will get better. Things are just growing. The vegan community is growing, but feeling isolated is definitely one of the cons, especially if you are the only vegan that you know. Okay. Number nine on my list of cons is the potential harassment and bullying that can happen from non-vegans to a vegan. 
A lot of times vegans are the butt of other jokes just because you're vegan. And this happens a lot to me. Same, you know, like, well, I could never live with bacon or what do you do without bacon? Or there's so many little things that people, oh, what do you eat? Only salads? Like there's so many things and there's so many more worse things that people say too that just... I think when people don't understand why you're doing something and it's different from what they're doing, they can use like that kind of a, like a bullying tactic to kind of make themselves feel better and to kind of put you down so you don't feel as good. So that's definitely something that can happen. And sometimes you just feel attacked by others because they feel like you're attacking them or that you think that you're better than them because you're vegan and they're just like, they just start attacking you. They're like, well, that's stupid or you don't really know or you don't know all the facts. And oh, actually, do you know that people are supposed to eat meat like I know that for sure and you're trying to like talk through this and a lot of times it's just like not worth it a lot of times I've learned just to be like okay if you want to like watch these I always say before we have a conversation if you want to watch what the health earthlings and cowspiracy cowspiracy deals a little bit more with like the environmental stuff please watch those three documentaries and then we can have a conversation because you don't have the information that I have. So we can't have like a level conversation or, or yeah, chat about this. So if you really want to talk about this, go watch those three movies and then let's chat about it. Forks over knives is another great one for them to watch too. And then we can have a good conversation. We're both like on level playing fields. And a lot of times people are like, I don't want to do that. But at least you're not trying to like argue with someone or be attacked by someone who doesn't understand really where you're coming from. So that can be something that, that can help. But yeah, people are mean. People are mean. It's just, it's just, it's shitty, but it's true. And a lot of times also people just think you're being like high maintenance. Like, oh, you came to my dinner party and you can't eat this food because you're vegan. Like, we'll just eat it. Like, whatever. And it's like, no, I don't, I don't, I just don't do that. And it's like, you can't even just once, like just the stuff you'll hear. Hopefully some of you won't, but heads up, people can be mean to vegans. Like, I've had to deal with it for years. It's gotten better now that people know what it is and it's a lot more mainstream and people know why people are doing it, but people still just kind of are mean sometimes and can bully you and harass you and make fun of you. And that's just the reality of it. It's shitty, but it's the reality of it. So be aware that if you go vegan, that might happen to you. Okay, and number 10 on my list of cons is the vegan police, aka vegans who just nitpick you, nitpick everything you're doing if you're not doing it perfectly or if you're not vegan enough. You know, sometimes people are vegan but eat honey or sometimes people are vegan but still wear leather or leather shoes, leather jackets or wool or whatever and people be like, you're not vegan. You're not vegan enough, so you're not vegan. And to be honest, there is no 100% perfectly perfect way to be vegan. There's animal products in the tires in our cars and bikes and the fuel we put in our cars. I mean, I could, there's a lot of ways that people, you can't be hundred percent vegan. And those vegan police are fucking annoying. I know some of them in person and I just hate it. For me, it just pushes people away. Like I see people like, okay, well, you're being kind of crazy. So like, no, I don't want to be vegan. If being vegan means I turn into someone like you, like, no, thank you. So it really is just about doing what you can do, what's possible and practical for you. And if you want to use the label vegan, awesome. If you want to use the label plant-based, go for it. That kind of means more I eat a plant-based diet or a vegan diet, but the other stuff I'm not focusing on yet or now or ever, and that's okay. You don't have to label yourself either if that doesn't feel good at all. Do what feels best for you. Don't let other people, especially other vegans, 
make you feel shitty because you know why you're doing what you're doing and you're doing it for a positive reason. But there are people out there like that. I'm just warning you. There will be people that will see you out and about and be like, did you know that's not vegan? Like, why are you eating that? Or, you know, eating a, a burger at a restaurant and they'll be like, that bun's not vegan. You're not vegan. And it's just, it's upsetting and it's rude and it pisses me off and I just really hate it. So the vegan police are a thing. I hate it. But some people think it's good. Some people are like, well, if I don't, if you don't do that, then people aren't going to know. It's like, well, you can do it in a nicer way. There's a way to say, hey, just a heads up. I know that ice cream's good, but it has casein in it, which isn't vegan. So maybe next time don't get it or get it if you want it. Like I take that approach. That's my approach. So the vegan police are a thing and I don't like it and they piss me off. So just know that that definitely could be a thing if you decide to go vegan is that other vegans who should be like on your side will give you shit for not being vegan enough or doing it perfectly or whatever. So it's shitty, but it's just the reality. Like a lot of these cons, it's shitty, but it's just how it is. So, but at the end of this list of cons, really for most vegans, for me, for most vegans, I know all of the pros are amazing and they are worth every single con that there may be. Like the reasons that I'm doing this, even just the animals, I'll deal with all of those cons knowing that I am not contributing to the torture and murder of innocent animals who just want to be cuddled and loved and free and not bred into existence that is just awful. And so even if that was the only pro for me, I would deal with all of those cons just for that. So I think it's just worth it to talk about and to know that if you're going to go vegan, that this is some of the stuff that you might deal with. And I just think bottom line, the pros are worth the cons for me. But that doesn't mean it is for you. That doesn't mean you need to go 100% vegan right now after listening to this or whatever. You do you. I really think that going vegan in a way that feels good for you is is the best. I think that you're going to stick with it if you do what feels best for you. And I just, I really want to do an episode talking about all these pros and cons because there's a lot. And and it's really interesting to kind of to kind of know what you're getting yourself into or to hear some things that you might relate to. Like if you've been vegan for a long time, you probably relate to a lot of these. So to hear somebody else say like, I, I get it too. I get attacked by vegan police or my friends and family don't get it and it fucking sucks. Like I think it feels good to be related to and to kind of know like this is something that a lot of people go through. But for me and for a lot of other people, the pros are so worth it. Like it is so, so, so worth it. But it is, it's helpful to know that some of this stuff happens when you go vegan or when you decide to be vegan. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, I just really wanted to be as open and transparent as possible and not paint veganism as like, it's this amazing thing. There's nothing bad about it. Go vegan right now. And it's easy because it's not the reality of it. And I think a lot of vegans, like I said, do that because they want everybody to go vegan because the pros are so worth it. But it's not so easy all the time. It can be really hard. There's so many times I've left like a family gathering or a friend hangout session and just felt like I was going to cry or was crying because I just felt like I wasn't understood and I was being annoying and it sucks. And I think it's, I think it's worth talking about all of the pros and all of the cons, probably especially more so the cons, because in this podcast, I talk a lot about why I'm vegan and why I think it's great and why you should do it and how to do it and all of that stuff. But I really wanted to be as honest and transparent as possible. I don't want to oversell veganism, especially not with bad intentions, which can be really easy to do, but that is not what I'm about, at least not anymore. So if I've done that in the past, if I've done that in past episodes, I apologize. 
I think it's just you get so excited and stoked on the the pros of veganism that it's sometimes hard to to realize that there are cons or that you're going through these negative things. So yeah, that's why I did this episode. And I really hope that you liked this episode. I really hope that this was helpful and informative and something you can relate to or something that opened your eyes up. I just hope this was a a great episode for you to listen to because this was so fun for me to chat about. This is probably going to be my longest episode. And I knew that coming in because I was like, I'm going to be able to talk about these things for a while. And I was going to narrow it down to five, like top five pros and top five cons. But there, I just really, the stuff that I talked about, I wanted to talk about. And I wanted to not just say it. Oh, the vegan police, number nine, and move on. Like, I wanted to talk about each one. So this is probably one of my longer podcasts. So thank you so much for listening all the way through to the end. Like I said earlier, if you have any pros and cons that I didn't mention and you'd like to add them, then go leave a comment on this YouTube video or find the Instagram post on the How to Vegan podcast Instagram channel. What is it? Account, I guess. Um, and let me know what, if you have any other pros and cons, I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to go to the Holier website if you want to get those multivitamins. I'm telling you, they're life-changing. There's this little like food grade aroma stick inside. So it makes them smell really citrusy. So they don't have like a nasty smell. You know, a lot of like vitamins will just smell nasty and taste nasty. Not these. They're really good. So that's another benefit I wanted to talk about. So if you want these multivitamins, you just take two a day. They have everything that a vegan needs. Then go use my code HOWTOVEGAN, 25% off your first purchase. I'll leave a link in the show notes. You can just click on that and it should just apply the code right away for you. And I think you can even sign up for like multiple months in a row. So it just sends you another one when you're out. So go check that out for sure. I just wanted to let you guys know some of the upcoming episodes. I thought this could be helpful. I haven't really done this in the past. I have mentioned them maybe a little bit, but just so you kind of know what's coming up on the How to Vegan podcast tentatively, some of this stuff might change, but I'm planning on the next episode being something like a holiday survival guide for vegans and then the next episode possibly like a vegan gift ideas episode. So if you have any input and want me to chat about anything in particular, come find me and let me know anything to do with those episodes that you want me to chat about on those episodes, let me know. Make sure you're subscribed to the How to Vegan Podcast YouTube channel. Just type How to Vegan Podcast in the search bar. YouTube is totally free. I've had some people like, how do I, how much is YouTube? I'm like, oh, it's free. Just come subscribe. Come find me on YouTube. My personal YouTube channel is Kristen Pound. I'm getting close to 13,000 subscribers, just slowly growing. Um, So come find me. I just, I, I release lots of fun kind of more personal videos on my Kristen Pound YouTube. So come find me there. Don't forget to go leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It's so, so, so helpful. If you guys have any ideas for an episode, let me know. I have a huge list of episodes that I'm working through, but if you mention one, I'll probably pop it up closer to the top. But I have so many awesome episodes for you guys. Get excited because this podcast is not going anywhere. But if you have an idea, come leave a comment or send me a DM or whatever and let me know. And feel free to send me a DM with any questions you might have. I love responding with little voice response messages. I think it's really personal and it's a lot easier for me than typing everything out. So if you have a question and I wasn't clear about something or you need some support, I'm here for you guys in whatever way you need. And all the links that I mentioned for anything that I mentioned in the show will be in the show notes, or you can head to kristenpound.com slash podcast forward slash podcast, 
and you'll find the full show notes. So the stuff on Apple Podcasts or iTunes are kind of the pared down show notes. And if you want links for everything that I mentioned and documentaries to watch and information on where to find me, where to find the podcast, head there, click on the podcast tab, and you'll find everything that you need. So again, I hope you found this episode entertaining and informational informational. That sounds weird and helpful. I hope you really liked this episode. This was so fun for me to do. Like I loved doing this. So thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll just catch you in the next episode of the How to Vegan podcast. Peace.